0: Precious one, welcome to another segment of the Word of Faith podcast. Today, the Word of God is going to set you up for success like never before. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. He sent His Word and healed them all and delivered them from all the afflictions. The Word of God will bring deliverance unto you today in a unique and a special way. You will Never forget the rest of your life. All the glory to our Father in heaven. We continue with our episode, Blazing Through Difficult Times. Blazing Through Difficult Times. We've looked at the case of Abraham as well as Joseph. And today we want to look at an important personality who blazed through her difficulties and came victoriously revealing the power of god and the graces of the most high i'm talking about the person of hannah the person of hannah in first Samuel chapter number one verse number 24 it reads and when she had weaned him she took him up with her with three bullocks and one effer of flour and a bottle of wine and brought him onto the house of the lord in shiloh and the child was young and they slew a bullock and brought a child to eli and she said oh my lord as thy soul liveth my lord i am the woman that stood by thee here praying unto the lord for this child i prayed and the lord had given me my petition which i asked of him therefore also i have lent him to the lord as long as he liveth he shall be lent to the lord and he worshipped the Lord there. Praise Jesus. Now, we looked at the situation in the case of Hannah. Hannah was looking for a child. Hannah was looking for a child. Hannah was in a marriage that was not producing a child for her. And she had a rival who was producing children for their husband. And as a result of that, She took advantage of that and began to intimidate and harass. And she took advantage of that and began to to break down the confidence of Hannah in such a way that she might not be able to feel happy in her marriage. But you see, God, whom we serve, has given our free will to us such that no man has a right to sit on another man's happiness. To intimidate and to make one feel useless in this life. But you see it has been the habit of many people who feel better by making other people feel bad. They feel great by making other people feel less. They feel powerful by making other people feel powerless. That is where they draw their power and their sense of significance from. But. That is not how God designed and how God wants things to be. And that was going contrary to the word of God. And that was the same situation in the life of Hannah. And the Bible says... That Hannah began to weep and cry and year after year. She had been expecting the cry of a baby in her tent, but it never came to pass. And she went to Shiloh year after year to pray and pray before God and ask God, Lord, when are you coming through for me? I need a breakthrough. I need an intervention. I need the supernatural to, to, to be to, to the supernatural hand of God to come through for me. But year after year. She was intimidated. Year after year, the cry of a baby was far from her tent. Oh, glory to God. But you see, one thing Hannah didn't know, and that was the fact that in every adversity, there is the seed of a double advantage. In every difficulty, in every challenge, there is the seed of a double advantage which means that it is not only what you the 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 success you're going to get but at the end of it all you as a person you'll become a different person altogether because through the challenge your muscles would have been built your vision would have been sharpened your focus had been would have been would have been crisp like never before in every adversity, there is a seed of, it, of a double advantage. You see, for every egg to hatch greatness, it will require that the mother hen will have to sit on the eggs for 21 days and warm it and warm it. And in all that process of sitting on the egg, day after day, there will be no change. There will be no sign that something is going on inside of the egg. Whether the the, 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 the check in it, the check of greatness, is 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 growing or maturing or is dead we have no idea all we know that 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 egg is getting warm whilst we sit on it until the fullness of the time until the fullness of the time as you continue to wait and trust on the Lord you are accumulating you are accumulating faith to bring your 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 greatness and your breakthrough to pass and that is what Hannah didn't know Year after year, she went to Shiloh to pray. And she prayed, and she prayed, and she prayed, and she prayed. She fasted and prayed, and wouldn't eat, and would pray. And her husband would encourage her to eat, but it's not not about eating. It is not about eating. It is about sitting on the eggs. Sitting on the eggs. Until they hatch, we are not stopping to sit on the eggs. Hannah sat on her egg day after day, year after year. But it came to a certain time, a certain time. It came to pass in a day that this time Hannah was frustrated. Enough is enough. And the Bible says she went to God without food, sorrowful, in tears. And she began to pray and began to mutter her words and began to speak and to began to declare and began to contend with God with, in, in relation to his promises. He began to declare and spoke before God in a way that Hannah did not mutter did not care who was listening in and did not did did not mind who was around all her focus was that today i am frustrated enough is enough i'm not going home until i take with me what i have been coming to shiloh day after day year after year for oh glory to god And the Bible says, you know, frustration is what brings forth gestation. When a man is frustrated and restless and comes to the point where he knows that enough is enough, the 21 days, the 21 days needed to hatch, hatch the eggs is is this time. Enough is enough. That is the birth of newness. That is the time that newness is birth. And the Bible says, the prophet Eli came around and heard the woman desperately praying and frustrated, confused, and she was praying. She didn't care who was listening, who was around, and... and, she was just praying and speaking to God who is able to know the deepest needs in our heart. The Bible says, she began to pray, and Eli wondered what kind of prayer is like this. When you are frustrated, you don't pray in a normal way, you don't pray stylishly. When you are frustrated, you don't pray. You don't pray when you you want to blaze through your troops, and your troops are many, and the walls are thick like the walls of Jericho. You don't pray, you don't pray in style, you don't pray by format, you don't pray. You don't pray. You begin to groan, and groan, and pray, and pray from the, from the deepest wells of your spirit. And the Bible says, Eliah spoke, it's a woman drunken at this hour of the day. Why would you do so and come into the presence of the Lord? See, when people don't know your frustration, they, they misinterpret every action. They misinterpret every action. And the Bible says that Hannah raised her head and said to the prophet of God, I drink not. I'm drunk. I'm not drunk. But I am frustrated. I I, I am in need. And I am frustrated. I am pouring out my heart. From the deepest well I am praying. The deepest well of my spirit I am praying. And when Eli realized that this is not an ordinary prayer, this is is not a prayer from the human head, this is not a prayer from any other place, but from the depths of the human spirit, the Bible says Eli, as the prophet of God said, a year by this time, a year by this time go my daughter a year by this time you see he that is sent of god speaker the words of god the prophet spoke and it became the words of god he said go my daughter this prayer is not ordinary go my a year by now you would have brought forth and the bible says the word of god came to pass according to the words of the servant of god but you see there is something important that happened not only did hannah get a child all right not only did hannah get a child and that is why sometimes if your prayers has have been have have, have delayed all the things that you are looking for has delayed and the challenge seems to have stayed too long it is because god wants to bring another thing into your life now hear me carefully Hannah wanted a child. But you see, it was not any other child. Her rival easily gave birth. She gave birth to seven. And you know what? None of them became anything in the history of the children of Israel. None of them. None of her children. Seven of them. Because they easily got them. And so they, they... They they took took raising children for granted. Her rival easily gave birth. And as a result of that, she she, she had not been through any process to be toughened, to be able to to become an, an, an extraordinary mother. And what happened? When in the case of Hannah, the Bible says that by the time Hannah had conceived, Hannah had already become a praying woman, not a praying mother. Before she will bring forth, she was a praying bulldozer, a praying mother, a mother who can raise a prophet. God gave Hannah a child, Hannah gave God a prophet. That is what I'm talking about. What you are looking for, you think that is all you need but you need what god is going to give to you he needs you to give something more than than what he is going he's going to give to you 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 have to give more hannah gave, hannah got a child says this child i received from god this child i got him from god you see that i got him from god hey Ah, for this child I prayed and the Lord had given me my petition. This child, this child, Hannah got a child. God got a prophet from Hannah. You see, you're looking for a child. God will make you a prophetess, a prophesying mother before you get your child. So that when you get your child, you can raise your child by the prophetic words of your lips. Not by the dark sayings of your mouth. You are wanting to be a a, 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 a businessman. You are wanting for an opportunity a career or this or that yeah it's beautiful God can give, give you that but before you get that God wants to make you a spiritual bulldozer that not only will you have your career or your business but you become a businessman with spiritual strength a, 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 a career a career person okay Oh, who is a is a praying bulldozer? At the end of the day, nobody can intimidate you, both physically and spiritually. Nobody can stop you in your business, both spiritually and physically. Nobody can, can touch your child physically and spiritually because before the child came, God had built your muscles. He has taught your hands to wall and your fingers to fight. Such that a bow of steel is broken by your arms, Liro kosheba, Liro kosheba. Oh, glory to God, glory to Jesus, mighty God. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And this is the case of Hannah. Now, I want to, I want to share something with you. In, in conclusion, I want to share something with you. The Bible talks about Jacob and Esau. Jacob and Esau were brethren. It was time for Isaac to pass on. The family blessing had to be passed on to somebody. The most likely person to receive the family blessing, the family touch, was the firstborn. Because the double portion belonged to the firstborn. And the concept of the firstborn having the double portion was that when the father is not there, the firstborn child will step in as a father to his his siblings. And so oftentimes, it becomes like automatic, more times like automatic, for the family blessing or the family touch to be passed on to the firstborn. But you see, it came to pass that when Isaac wanted to pass on the blessing to him, he asked Esau he asked that Esau go and get me something that I might eat. My spirit will revive. I will be happy. And once I'm happy within, the wells within my spirit will begin to bubble up. And I said, it bubbles up. Whatever I'm going to declare, it will come to pass. But Jacob overtook him. And the Bible says that Jacob took his blessings. And when he came back with venison to give to his father, his father trembled and said, Who has brought me venison and had come to take your blessings? Is it not Jacob your brother? The Bible says that. And Esau wept and said, Twice has my brother supplanted me. Why? And the Bible says he wept. He wept he wept now hear me carefully when jacob was being blessed or isaac was blessing jacob he said unto him the smell of my son is like the smell of the field that the lord himself has blessed therefore let god give you the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of corn and wine let people serve you. And nations bow down unto you. Crucially. Mm. Be Lord over your mother's children. He. And let your mother's sons bow down to thee. Cursed be everyone that cares thee. And blessed be he that blessed thee. Wow. Now, hear the blessings carefully. He says, Let people serve thee. And nations bow down to thee be Lord over thy brethren be Lord over thy brethren be lord over thy brethren and let thy mother's sons bow down to thee hey hey you see so already Esau had been made a servant to, to Jacob and the Bible says that when Jacob, when When Esau came and his father told him that Jacob had taken his blessing, the Bible says he wept. And he asked a simple question, don't you have a blessing for me, father? Don't you have a blessing for me? Is that all you have? Don't you have a blessing for me? And he wept. He went to his father and said, bless me also father bless me also it's all about speaking the prophetic word just speak as you have spoken over jacob you can speak something bigger and better than what you have already spoken because now you are aware that it is not him it isn't i wasn't the one his father gave him a, he told him something profound he said it's not about the blessing But I have made all his mother's children servants unto him. It doesn't matter how much I bless you, you will always be a servant to your younger brother. All his mother's children, Kilo Horosito Horomoki, I have made servants unto him. Wow. So it means that Esau is going to be a servant. He can be a, a millionaire, but he will be a servant to his brother. A millionaire, he will be a servant to his brother. Come what may, he will have to serve his brother. Wow. Now, but inasmuch as it was Jacob, Esau, Isaac, who prophesied and made his elder son Esau servant to Jacob, the Bible says that he gave him. He gave him a key, he blessed Jacob also. He blessed Esau also, sorry. With, with the caveat that you will still serve your younger brother. So Isaac answered and said unto Esau, Behold, I have made him thy lord, and all his brethren have I given to him for seven. And with corn and wine have I sustained him. And what shall I do now unto thee, my son? Now, the Bible says, and it came to pass that Isaac, his father, blessed him and said, Behold, thy dwelling shall be the fatness of the earth, and of the dew of heaven from above, and by thy sword shalt thou live, and shall serve thy brother. And it shall come to pass when thou shalt have the dominion. thou shalt break his yoke from off his neck the day that you will become restless you will break jacob's yoke from off your neck the yoke of servitude you will break it off your neck the day you become restless the day you become restless and the day the bible says hannah became restless that was the end of all her troubles that was the end of all her, her challenge hallelujah I came to tell you precious one that in 2nd Chronicles chapter 21 verse 8 in it came to pass that the Edomites revolved from under the hand of Judah when They didn't want to pay tax anymore to Israel. Esau's descendants became Edom. They never had a king for many years. They had to be servants to the children of Israel, pay taxes to the children of Israel, but it came to pass in one single day. In 2nd Chronicles chapter 21 verse 8, they rose up and revolted and said to them, we are brothers, we will no longer pay tax to Israel anymore. What they want to do, they should do. We are tired and we are fed up of paying taxes to our own brothers and that was the end they never pay taxes again from there they were able to make it put a king on, on, on themselves all right so I came to tell you this this day that precious one you have been managing situation you have been accommodating situation what you can manage Will be, will, 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 what you what you are comfortable with, what you can manage, will become permanent in your life. But the, the ones you'll be restless about, it, that, that same day you, you will rise up restless. It will no longer continue to have a hold on you. And that is why I came to tell you, Hannah did it, it worked for her. The Edomites did it, it worked for them. You, the day you will become restless, it will work for you. May God bless you. May God help you to rise up above the things and the challenges you are managing. To bring an end to them. And to blaze through them. Bringing them down like the walls of Jericho. In Jesus' precious name, I call it done. Hallelujah. Beloved, I believe you've been blessed by this message. Your life will continuously be upward and forward. Because he that relies on the word will always do exploit this day as you step out i know you are doing exploit in every aspect of your life if this has been a blessing unto you it will be a blessing to somebody why don't you share this message with somebody today if you've not given your life to christ today is a great opportunity for you to give your life to christ then you can be a champion you can be more than a conqueror you can blaze through your problems if you've not given your life to christ And you are led by by the spirit of god to do so put your hand on your chest i encourage you and say this after me make it your own words heavenly father i thank you today for thy word i've received it and deep within my heart i believe that jesus is lord and i confess with my mouth that god raised him from the dead i accept christ into my heart today I believe that you have received me. I'm born again. I am a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Precious one, your life is never the same. You are born again. You are a new creation in Christ. Find a Bible-believing church, attach yourself to, and grow thereby. Let God bless you. Let God keep you. Let the light of God shine upon your tabernacle. Let the same God enlarge your steps under you. Your feet will never slip. In Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah.